Hey, were you channel hopping for a minute there? I saw you. Well, don't touch that dial because you're back with the curse of Strahd, baby. Previously. Looks like the Blights are heading on their merry way. Kudos. I wonder if they got what they came for. <laughs> Can we stay in your slime chamber? Is that a euphemism? <laughs> <laughs> What is your relationship to those ravens? Well, that one is my son-in-law. Those three are my nephews. We're all in a whole were-raven family. Can we trust these guys? I mean, they're were-ravens, right? We don't like werewolves. I mean, they're pretty much the same thing, though. I think we should get that thing that lady told us about and skedaddle. You see as he gestures to the portraits along the wall, each with a small little plaque underneath naming past owners of the Wizards of Winery. Camilla, your eye is caught by the man that you saw in a vision given to you by Boldre. That's the guy. That's Strahd's buddy. Swillowich. Their family had this place before us. They didn't end on great terms because Strahd ended up doing the murder on him. Well, not as far as I know. Could you tell us what we need to know about the cast? It's difficult to explain Ariana. The moment she was able to take charge of the winery was the moment that she started planning Strahd's downfall. The audience at home watches as the picture on their viewing device wavers and changes to a time many, many years before. She had a plan and there was nothing that was going to stop her. It's the finest wine we've ever produced. I offer our first cask to you, my lord. Please, Ariana, stay and have a drink with me. I would be honored, my lord. Ariana is the first to flinch, a yellowish liquid spewing from her lips, two vampires seizing Ariana and dragging her under the cask, forcing her mouth open and around the spout. Oh, Davian, I'll need your help to bring the empty cask to my cellar. The flashback fades away on the last image of Ariana, her convulsing body being held under the keg, wine still pouring into her, drowning her, and tell you how to get there from the main entrance. It's so sweet when they think they're getting the upper hand, isn't it? <laughs> So you all headed to bed, turning in at the Wizards of Winery in the bunk beds of a room lent to you by its were-raven inhabitants. You wake up in the late morning and are greeted by a small stack of letters! <gasps> it's time! It's finally time for our goddamn letters! So, essentially now, because people pretty much know you a lot on the show, so it, this is not an uncommon thing. So you wake up in the morning and everyone kind of tucks into their own little individual stacks of letters, because you guys have been a part of the show for a little while now, and everyone wants to send you things. <laughs> you end up reading a lot of them out loud to each other, sharing the excitement of the letters that you've been given by fans. But there's one that Fang opens and sees and then just keeps very quiet into herself. The letter reads... Hi Fang, my name is Tiffany and I am like your biggest fan. I've been watching this show since like forever and you are totally the coolest. Me and my friends love how you just don't give a fuck about the haters and just do your thing. You're like a total inspiration to me and my friends. Uh, the other day we were smoking in my dad's tool shed and I found this old axe and was like, let's go live in the woods like Fang. Everyone's on board with the plan except Shannon because she has to study or whatever, lame. I can't wait to kill my first wolf so I can make a sweet hat like the one you had. My parents don't let me watch anymore because they think it was like too much violence or whatever, so I'm not caught up with the latest couple of episodes. But oh my god, that Victor though, he is so dreamy. My BFF Shadow, her real name is Tina, but she goes by Shadow Song now, said that you guys should totally hook up, and I agree. You and Victor would be like super adorbs together. XOXO, your biggest fang, Tiffany. 
Fang breathes and slips the note into her pocket, hoping that none of her friends notice and, more importantly, none bring it up. Morning, guys. That letter was great, huh? <laughs> Love it. Yeah, it's like it's not been like a month since we last recorded, huh? Anyway, what are you guys? What are you guys doing? You just head into breakfast. I guess that's what we do <laughs> in in D anD D, if I remember correctly. Um, it's time do, for breakfast. Do you want to roll I for it, or like uh, I would like to roll for breakfast. So you you guys head out of your room uh, towards where you've been told breakfast is going to be kept when you kind of run into what seems like the tail end of an argument. You hear the voice of a woman arguing with the voice of the person that you met in the woods the other day, whose name you never got. Not even one nope. time did you get this person's name. We never asked. We committed uh, the cardinal sin. Yep. Because the winery is screwed. We have, what, a couple tainted barrels? It's over. We have to mobilize. And the other voice that you recognize as the, the other person that you've met before quietly says, The keepers need a place to rest. We may as well stay here and try. To harvest vines? They're dead. Adrian, without the gems, this place has nothing. We have to gather our forces and take the fight to him. You hear a slam on the table and a baby start to cry in the background uh, before you hear, like, a motherly kind of shushing of said baby and of general quiet. So I I imagine we're all just kind of standing outside the door listening to this and Fang is just going to turn around and look at everyone and go, I mean, we could skip breakfast. I'm not that (laughs) hungry. Let me just go to the... I have a, still, like, two pockets full of jerky if you want to just eat that on the road. <laughs> I'm starting to oh, yeah. think jerky sounds Pocket like jerky. a good idea, yeah. I, I I would like some breakfast food. Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go in there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to risk it. But also, did they say gems? Is this crystal gems? Are there crystal gems in this universe? Are there crystal gems? <laughs> I'm going in. Let's roll for initiative. Uh, no. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. You go in and you see uh, the figures around the table having fallen to a kind of hush look at you as you enter. Uh, you see Devin, you see Adrian, who you now know the name of as the person that you keep talking to, the one with the baby, and you see three children also there. As you come in, Devin shakily stands to his feet and like motions at the table for you guys to say, like, uh, we can't offer too much, but uh, we've got a decent breakfast for you. And you see laid out on the table, it's just like, it's just some like scrambly eggs and some, I don't know, mixed vegetables because it's the olden timeies and vegetables are for breakfast because they're food and they're there. Mixed vegetables, my favorite. <laughs> Is there no meat? How do you like your eggs in the morning? <laughs> I like mine with mixed vegetables. <laughs> you know? Uh, oh I, I eat. <laughs> That's the stupidest thing you've ever done, but it was very funny to me. <laughs> I'm hungry, I eat. I eat the things. <laughs> Why that's so funny to me, but it is. <laughs> they, they, they let you all sit down, and the two middle kids seem to be pretty enthralled with you guys because they're around your height, and they're very, very excited about that, that you're like grown-ups, but around their height. And after a little bit, Davin passes over a piece of paper to you guys and goes, uh, that's uh, as best I can recall the way to get down to these the, the, the wine cask in the cellar. Um, oh, so you're telling everyone everyone else except us what oh was he telling what? us that the whole time am i just being a dumbass yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he hands it to someone else in his family and then just looks at us really like <laughs> real power move yeah rewind uh, so fang <laughs> is gonna say through like a mouthful of jerky so like what what are the odds of us 
and she'll point at like the beginning of the map, getting from here to the end and back in one piece. Honestly, I could not tell you. The only time that I ever went to be there was with Strahd. So as far as I'm aware, it's a fine little jaunt, but I cannot imagine that that's actually the case, you know? What do you think, team? I stuff my face with food. I guess this will be useful... Like, down the road, right? Uh, this is inside Strahd's castle, right? Yes, in, in it Raven, is. Raven thingy. We're not going anywhere near that really super soon, are we? Right? I think that's probably best. I don't I don't think we're prepared. I don't think we have a plan to go there yet, do we? I think the, the more perceptive of you, which I think is Camilla and Fang, if I remember correctly, you see as the woman holding the baby's jaw kind of clenches. Excuse me, miss? I, I don't believe we caught your name. I'm sorry. No, I am. <laughs> That's sorry. I'm Camilla. You are. How dare you again? <laughs> the woman, like, sits forward and goes, Steph. Steph, is there something that's concerning you? You just- Yeah, you look pissed. Hey, there are children, and I slap her. I s- sorry, you look PO'd. <laughs> the children seem to, like, be whispering to each other, and they go, You look pissed. <laughs> you look pissed. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. I have a question. This is going to be the next, like, week of this mother's life. <laughs> so I slap Fang for saying a bad word, but then I'm like, wait, you are a kid, and I slap her again. <laughs> <laughs> she, put, she puts a coin in the swear jar. <laughs> swear jar always follows us around. Steph looks around, and Adrian puts a hand on hers and goes, uh, my sister, and she goes, um, no, your sister has a goddamn mouth of her own. Sorry, a gosh dang mouth of her own. Rattled the swear jar at her. <laughs> She, like, gets, like, a coin out of her pocket, puts it in, and goes, I'm just a little tired of people coming through and saying that they're gonna do things at some point, uh, because it never happens. We sit and we wait and we don't do anything and we rot and die here. It's just getting a little thin. It's getting a little thin here. Is there anything we can help you with at the moment? Are you, is there something specific that you're thinking of? She, she starts to speak again and... Davian now jumps in and goes, We are dealing with some issues around here. Uh, hey, yo, Davian. Steph has a mouth of her own, man. I think we asked her that question. Yeah, old man. <laughs> yeah, old man. Woo. High five, Poncho. The oldest person in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I high five you with my old, old hand. <laughs> Steph looks at her father and then looks at you guys and goes, well, we've got a lot of problems around here, but honestly, as far as I'm concerned, it doesn't matter anymore. The things we lost are dead and gone, and we have to look toward the future. So maybe our future could contain a little more getting off our asses and a little less sitting around here, doing nothing, and hoping something will change. Hashtag I'm with I you. I like her. <laughs> Steph, do you want some jerky? <laughs> I have not had jerky in years. I would love some. <laughs> Fang just gives her a fistful of jerky. <laughs> just stuffs it in her mouth. Devin, at this point, places his hands on the table and goes, We have to stay here to protect what is ours. We don't have a lot of ground in this land, and we have to kind of stay and protect the very little stuff that we do actually have in this world if we're to get anywhere. Otherwise, we're going to be living in the woods forever. Fang kind of scoffs. Some jerky crumbs fly out of her mouth. <laughs> uh, Fang's going to look at Davian and be like, I mean, what do, you, what do you have to stick around for, man? What's left? 
It's just like an empty building. Who cares? Well, at very least, it's a building that's safe. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, not from... Okay, not from them, but... From the big man himself, yeah. That's Is it? Do you have a bunch of garlic around? No, that he's doesn't just, work. Okay. That's not a thing. No, he's just, we've never invited him in. So this is a safe place. Oh. Have you ever thought about putting wheels on a house? Um, I mean, it's a pretty big house is the thing. And like, it's kind of the center meeting place for our whole organization. Mm -hmm. I tend to the others. Hey guys, do you think we could make a house with wheels? I've had this idea now and I'm not going to let it go. <laughs> Poncho, you're talking about a carriage. Yeah, but can vampires go into carriages without being invited? That's a very good question. I have no question. idea. I don't fully understand the rules of being a vampire. Maybe if someone lived in the carriage, because that would make it a home. Yeah, and it has to have a like a proper doorway, right? Like a stead or whatever. And maybe a few crosses? Steph. Yeah? What do you need done? What do you think will help your situation? <sighs> What I think we need done is to get all of our people and march on Strahd as soon as we possibly can, because it's never going to be the right time. How do we defeat him? Throw enough people at him and something will stick. Honestly, vampires have pointy uh, teeth. I'm sure more of us will stick to him than we will hurt him. I'm with sorry on this one. Well, me and my people have a lot of uh, pointy things ourselves. Yeah, but, like, we once made a son, and that didn't even stop him. I, I cannot I, I, fathom I, what the fuck you mean. <laughs> like a child? Okay, you threw explain. a child at him? No, no, no. Uh, I understand the, the confusion. I mean, I have a very confusing <laughs> name anyway. But, like, we literally made, like, a ball of fire that was, like, the son, not, like, your son. Wait, you know that fire is not a son, right? We do now. Like, yeah. a son isn't even made of fire. <laughs> Y'all know that, right? No. We do now. <laughs> Listen, I get it. You want to you wanna kill him? You want to kill the big bad? And so do I. We want to get out of here. But uh, y you can't just charge in not knowing what you're going to do once you get there. You got to you gotta prepare. Like, like look at me. I, I want to kill, you know, every single werewolf I come across. But yeah, I had to prepare. So I went and stole some silver and then I put it on my axe. And now I'm a werewolf killing machine. Um, See, we got um, to find... Uh our silver um, axe. Over this monologue, Camilla has been looking with pride at Fang, and then when the example is given, her face just falls. <laughs> like, oh god, that's not it. Fang is also very proud of this example. Oh, yeah. Poncho is the opposite. He's like listening to the first bit, and he's like, yes, yes, waffle, waffle, and then, and then it's like murdering werewolves, and he's like, exactly! <laughs> that's it. I like how we're split evenly in half between murder and not murder. <laughs> <laughs> but Steph kind of shrugs and goes, Look, we've been training for a long time. We There's only so much you can train before you actually have to do the fight. Like, my mom knew that. Well, okay, but you're still missing a very important variable, which is how do you kill a vampire? You can't Everything just... dies somehow. But you don't that's, know that. That's, that's, not a, that's not an answer. She kind of sighs a little bit and sits back and goes, If you guys have a hard and fast plan, then... At least I'm going to be there. I welcome that attitude, personally. If you if you do this, if you just go and launch an attack on Strahd, you're going to die. That's what happened a year ago with all those dudes from the village. Wizard came through, riled them up. They're all dead. So it's going to happen to you and your friends. Well, I can't mobilize them anyway. 
this guy's still in charge of them. And she looks over at Davian. And she points at Davian and says, yeah, and you, how about you uh, try to stop being such a goddamn coward? And she'll just put a coin in the swear jar without looking. <laughs> Kobe's it into the swear jar. <laughs> Kobe. Devin stands up and like starts doing that thing where he's like washing plates, but he's doing it angrily and to make a point. Like, <laughs> you're still very young. Um, maybe you don't understand the difference between cowardice and actually trying to make sure that people that you care about live to see tomorrow. It's all well and good if the oppressor dies, but if the people die immediately afterwards, then it's for fuck nothing. He also Kobe's thing to the swear jar. <laughs> and if they just die not knowing the world outside of this place because you decided to sit on your ass instead of actually doing something? Kobe, <laughs> what kind of life is this? Just sitting around inside of a dead winery? You've got nothing here. You think this is good for your family? Davian kind of like grits his teeth and says, Kids, uh, maybe you should uh, go and help your dad and your uncle uh, clean up downstairs. And kind of reluctantly, the kids get up and leave the room. And w when you hear them walking down the hall, he turns back and goes, If we fight, if we fight back again, they don't live. If we fight and we lose, which we will, you know we will, they die too. Honestly, I would go in there today. I've got, what, another couple years on me? Who cares? They have a lifetime ahead of them. And you can say all you want about them not knowing the world outside. I had a happy life. I had a wife who loved me. I have children who love me. I have grandchildren who I love. And I've lived a pretty good life. So yeah, maybe there is more. But more versus being alive, I'm fine with the things the way they are. Feng's going to stand up in a way that knocks her chair over. Sorry, puts it back up. <laughs> <laughs> and just glare at him and be like, yeah. I'm sure this is exactly what your wife wanted for you. And then just walk out the door. I think it's sometimes the worst. <laughs> and then she's going to poke Let her head back in and flip him the bird. <laughs> and then duck back oh, out. Oh, fang. <laughs> oh, gosh. But for real, though, is there anything we can do to help with the... I mean, you're you're saying you need to provide for people around here, right? Do, we, do you need help now? You kind of met with a semi like stony silence from both Steph and Davin who both just got told off by a 17 year old uh, Adrian turns to you and goes we used to have these gems that <gasps> provided uh, a wealth of growth on the land it's how all of the divines here grew but they were taken from us my father, and he looks over at Davian, who seems to be still, like, angry washing dishes. My father wants to make our efforts go towards finding them so that we can grow things again on this land. Do you know where the... Sorry, I, actually, I don't, know, I don't know if I just missed it when you are saying it. One of them uh, we know is in the possession of uh, Baba Lasaga. She is the uh, resident hag. That one, that one, I, I, I point, point at the person's, like, I want, I want to go there, that one, magic. <laughs> Ma <laughs> and I like her name. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to find Babla Saga, then you go to the ruins of Berez. It's, uh, not a great time. Uh, and I can only assume it's gotten worse since, uh, she has some pretty substantial magic on her side now. One of the others we know has been taken by, they, they just are like out the window by the druids a couple of days ago before they decided to come back just to add insult to injury. The last one, I don't 
really know where it is. And you, you hear one of the plates in the sink shatter as Davin drops it and goes, You have my other son to thank for that. What, what did your son do? My son decided that going away with his uh, bride-to-be was more important than watching over the grounds when it was his shift. So now we have one less gem. And a whole dying winery, so... Do you have any idea who took that gem then, or...? Not a single idea. Is it maybe on her wedding band? (sighs) If you see her next time, then you can check. How how recently was that? Ten years ago is when both the gem and my dear beloved Erwine went missing, so... Erwine? Yeah. Uh. Guessing that he sent you here at some point? We we may have run into him, yeah. There's a kind of silence, and then uh, Adrian breaks it and goes, "How How's he doing? Seems like he's doing okay. Both them and um, staff seem to smile, while Davin still angrily goes back to washing the dishes. Maybe I turn to the guys. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm working on a theory that Strahd's power is linked to the land, the pocket dimension that we're in. Like, maybe if we help the land out, I mean, either way, oh. we can help the people out, and like then they'll Stardew be stronger. Like Stardew Valley. <laughs> yeah. If the agents, if agents of Strad have been like you know targeting these, then maybe it's important. Poncho might have a point there. It might be a hit. Davian turns around from washing dishes and like leans against the counter, and you can see at this moment just the most familial resemblance between Steph and Davian, where they both look. Not happy, but both a lot less angry than they were before. Like, this seems to be a kind of middle ground where both of them kind of get what they want a little bit, but neither of them actually get what they want. But yeah, I could think we can, there's, with the druids and the, and the, and the hag, the baba, <laughs> uh, that's two solid things we can do. I, I, I like the sound of it. I do too. Me three. Me four! Hey, Fang! <laughs> Fang, can you say me four, please? What? Can you say <laughs> me four, please? Not B four, me four. B four? There we go. <laughs> yes, go ahead, Pancho. But yeah, because if, 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 the, if the realm has been getting worse over time, and Strad has, as Strad has been here, maybe it's like, yeah, he's been getting stronger over time, because things are deteriorating. If we've take it the other way maybe it'll be worse for him so we all need to look at our carbon footprint and recycle (laughs) all right all together team and i put my hand somewhere um maybe 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 that escalated quickly (laughs) i want want people to put their hands on top of my hand but where is your hand that's the important question like over the table yeah I put my there hand. I would like to put Sorry's my hand, hand out into the hair horizontally, <laughs> <laughs> and then maneuver it until it is above Sorry's hand. Making robot noises the whole time. <laughs> Adrian puts their hand in as well and looks at their sister and their dad uh, just for the longest time before both of them just kind of give in and put their hands in as well. All right, so we're all in agreement. Right, Fang? We're all in agreement? Before! (laughs) (laughs) 
Where do you suggest we go first? I mean, my initial feeling is that we've dealt the druids a blow. You know, strike strike while the iron is... I, I think we um, should probably go for the druids first, then. Yeah. Right? Or the hag. Or the hag. Maybe we could always try to reason with the hag, right? We don't have to, we don't have to fight the hag. Well, so long as none of us is pregnant or has any kids on us, we should be fine. Oh, she's not cool like just intrinsically okay. uncool Jeez. what if we bring her a baby to snack on oh <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> that was like, extremely Stip, dark for Stip, you like, takes her hand out and like clutches her baby's like yeah you get it's been so nice having you here though your friend's been outside for a long time i don't want to kill your baby oh gosh i'm becoming uncomfortable <laughs> with, so, this, guys, with this monologue I'm- gonna step outside with fang see if fang's okay so um we're leaving okay i'm out okay bye (laughs) okay well good luck on your adventures i guess we'll let us know we'll be back we will come back this is not we'll be back with the druid crystal this is not done yet but those druids will be when we're done (laughs) yep <laughs> and they are inspired. They're filled with confidence at your ability. Can I roll for deception? <laughs> Hello there, nerds, and welcome to the middle of the podcast break chat with your friend and host and DM Ismay. Back at it again, babies. I hope you had the greatest time last week uh, listening to uh, the the redemption arc which I had so much fun doing. Thank you again to Ian for running that whole little mini campaign for us. Because uh, as he said, uh, we, we couldn't find a part where all of our schedules matched up. But hopefully going forward, we'll be fine. We're getting a couple things under our belt, so we shouldn't have that too much in the future. Um, but you know what? Even if we do, there could be a chance that we go back into the redemption world. I would be very excited to do that as I spent a lot of that time using a tiny little vape pen and it was very funny for me. Anyway, we'll get on to all of the things that we have to talk about in the middle of the podcast break chat. Uh, First off, if you don't know, Half Damage is a Crit Chat production. We all met on Crit Chat, which is our other podcast. All of us met there. We are DMs over on Crit Chat where we give D&D advice and or comedy things. It's very funny, but also kind of informative. So go find Crit Chat anywhere that you find podcasts. We share all of our social media with Crit Chat, so that's why you can find all of our social medias over on Crit Chat things. Uh, if you want to find Half Damage and Crit Chat, you can find us over on facebook.com forward slash Crit Chat, all one word, or on twitter.com forward slash Crit underscore chat. You can also find the Discord in the description of wherever you are listening to this if you want to chat to us there. We have a lot of D&D memes on all of these platforms. These are amazing places that you can go if you want to share the podcast around, let people know that we're here. It would really mean the world to me. It, like, it's difficult to get people to do it. I know that. Like, it, every podcast has a hard time. But it would honestly mean the entire world if you would just either reblog when our episodes go up or just tag us in things, being like, hey, this is a really cool, good podcast, and I think you should listen to it. Especially in the sea of actual play podcasts, they always tend to get lost. And you know what? I feel like it would be a massive shame if this all got lost, because myself and the others work really, really hard on this, and we're all really proud of the thing that we've done. uh, And we would like everyone else to be proud of us, because we're great. (laughs) 
If you want to help us out in a money's way instead of a word of mouth way, uh, then you can do so over on our Patreon. That is patreon.com forward slash critchat. Again, all one word. And you can donate as little as a dollar a month and you get some really cool rewards and it helps us out so very much. Uh, one of the things that we just got, do you notice something different? Hey, hey, right now, right now, go onto your, your podcast app. Look at Look at the picture there. Is it different? If not, I don't know, refresh it or something, please. I hope I hope it's different. If not, oops. Uh, but it should be because we spent a bunch of our Patreon money towards a really talented artist that made a new cover image for us because the one that I made was like 12 minutes in uh, Photoshop and is bad. Uh, this one is so amazing. It's uh, made by the very talented Sam Medlam. Uh, if you want to get in contact with her about doing projects for you because look at the thing that she made for us, it's so very good, uh, then you can get through to her by uh, just DMing DMing me on Twitter uh, or on the Facebook, uh, on our Quit Chat pages and such the like, and we will get you in contact with her because she does not have a website yet because she is a garbage person. I'm allowed to say that because she's my friend. But yeah, the money went towards reimbursing her for the amazing art because artists should be paid for their things. Oops, people should be paid for the work that they do, huh? So thank you everyone who's contributed to our Patreon, who's made this a possibility. Also, if you would like some cool things, you can head over and get some merchandise. That's Fucking right, motherfuckers. You can go over to our Redbubble account that's got all of the uh, the merchandise things on it. We're probably going to put up some half damage things at some point. Uh, right now, we only have the Crit Chat ones, but uh, they're going to go up in the very near future. Uh, you can find it over on redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash Crit Chat, all one word. And get some cool shit and support the show. As you heard at the very beginning of this episode, we had some fan mail. This one was a sad one, but it's okay. Uh, but if you want to send fan mail into the show, we would really love it if you did it. It is one of the most fun things for us. Thank you so much to Rolf for sending us in this good, good fan mail. It was really cool. So you can do as Rolf did and uh, pretend that you are someone in the outside world that is watching the show, Curse of Strahd. It really helps fill out the world a little bit on the outside and also is really cool. And uh, people really like, oh my God, all of us, uh, it's the most fun for all of us when we receive the fan mail. Everyone enjoys it so goddamn much. Sorry that we didn't have Fang read this one, but me and Ian talked about it a little bit and realized that no, Fang would... Fang would probably play this one a little bit close to the chest, so you just got little old me doing it instead. So if you want to send in fan mail, uh, you can go over to our email address. It's a new one now. It is critchatpodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. That is critchatpodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. You can send it to one of the heroes, you can send it to all of them as a group, or you can send it to any of the NPCs because, I don't know, it's fun no matter what. I'll let you get back to the episode now, and I hope you enjoy the rest of it. So happy to be back, and I can't wait for what's coming next. You guys all go out and find Fang. I'm guessing just kept like standing at the end of the hall and make your way out of the building into the vineyard to head along your merry way. What direction are you heading? We should have really, we should have followed <laughs> Kevin James when we had the chance. Yeah. If only we'd known about these dumb crystals. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Couldn't we locate an object we knew was on him? Oh, yeah. Well, you did throw a lot of twigs <laughs> at him. Remember that one specific twig? Also true. I mean, <laughs> I was going to say, we're going to locate a hell of a lot of twigs. Yeah. Uh, I pop my head back in the, in the in the room. Do you know vaguely where they are on the, this map? Do you point to where the druids are on this map? Uh, well, I'll say that I'll say that when you're leaving, you see another guy out in the vineyard walking up and down the, the rows of the, the vines. Guy. 
<laughs> he like looks over. He's like, "Oh, hi." Do uh, Do you know whereabouts the druids are? Can you point them out or give us directions? Uh, kind he, sir. He uh, leans over the map and eventually like puts a finger on a kind of general area to the uh, southwest of where you are. It was uh, around here. I don't know how many, how much, how much travel that would be. Uh, it would be like about like a five-ish hour journey if you're walking, but you also have your caravan. <gasps> That's right. Do you want to take that? That ain't bad. We have yeah. wheels. <laughs> uh, I check in with Z Bird. Uh, yeah, you guys gotta go is to the, the cart. Good. Gotta check mm-hmm. in on Z Bird and the carriage. Go to place. Um, check in on Z Bird. You wander down to where you you left the carriage, and you see Z Bird on top of it going. Bab. I love you. Oh. He still, he still uh, looks like real mangy. Has like a lot of feathers falling off. I'm it's so nasty. As as the uh, stepsister to a parrot, I'm picturing him just putting his head down to be scratched right now. Yeah, you know, flutters over to Poncho and kind of like gives a nuzzle, and you can feel like because his eye is a little bit hanging out. You can feel that wet little eye just on <laughs> you. It's so bad. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> He loves you very uh, much. Never change, uh, and I, I <laughs> let him disappear. I guess. <laughs> oh, you make him go away. Re- rest now, sweet, sweet child. Or I don't know. Chill out if you want. Whatever you want. Do what you want to do. <laughs> I feel like you already disappeared. You're just like, okay, you can go now. Oh wait, maybe not. And then he's like, and he like. I feel like what happens because you're in Barovia is he like, you know that scene in um, Shrek the first when like the balloon animals yes. like. Get blown oh, up and then pop. God. I think that's what happens to Zebra. Oh. oh god, he pops and I'm like, oh god! <laughs> I, I resummon Zebra. Zebra's back and it's like, <laughs> oh thank Jesus. No, Ismay, I hate to put you on blast like this, but you are conflating two different parts of the Shrek movie. Uh, there are there is a moment <gasps> where uh, Shrek and Fiona blow up a snake and frog respectively and turn them into balloons that then float <laughs> off, but they do not pop. What you are thinking of is when Fiona wakes up before Donkey and Shrek and goes and kills a bird by singing until it pops because she hits such a high note and then steals the eggs and cooks them for Shrek and Donkey. I am so ashamed of myself <laughs> because that is entirely correct and oh my god. What, what, what are you guys Doing. Heading off. Uh, I guess I should roll a survival check to do that tracking. And the rest of us are in the cart behind, so that we don't mess up the tracks. But also, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to walk. So, like, I think, yeah. I think, as as soon as you guys are getting in, you're kind of like jostling yourselves around and getting ready. I don't know which one of you, but one of you is just kind of like doing like the last minute like bathroom check. It's like, does anyone need a bathroom? I say I don't know. I know. I it's think Camilla. that would be Camilla. I know it's Come Camilla. <laughs> and sorry, goes off to the bathroom. <laughs> sorry, has totally forgotten. Yeah. She's so excited. Yep. Uh, but like at this point, the noise of the bell going on, it feels like it's just in the background now. Like you kind of know when it's on, you kind of know when it's off because it's if anything interesting is happening to you, it's most always on, and if not, then it's off. Uh, the only reason that it kind of stands out to you this time is because it interrupts you mid sentence, which it is never done before. And then behind you, you just hear, hello, heroes. Can we do it? Can we do a group sigh? Yes. Three, two, (laughs) one. (sighs) Even before you see him, you can hear that there's something weird with Strahd. Like, first, you can hear that it is his off-air voice. But when you turn to see him, you can see Strahd sitting on what seems to be a deck chair with sunglasses on. He has a bottle of wine in one hand and a glass in the other, which he immediately drains and fills again with the wine bottle. How are you doing, darlings? Are you... Wasted? No, yes. 
Would you like some? I've got so much wine. Oh, I've got so much wine at my place. And people keep sending some to me. I can get more glasses. No, no, thank uh, you. Boo, spoil sport. Glasses time. Drinks time. Poncho, are you in? Glasses, drinks. I've never been so conflicted by an offer for alcohol. <laughs> it's a vintage. <laughs> well, I guess I am a vintage, so uh, maybe. <laughs> What's the... It matches your face, I guess. I don't know. What's the... Oh, look, that's when I was born. No way. He passes the, the bottle over to you and, like, gets another glass and hands that to you, too. Hey. Hey, Poncho, maybe don't drink it. Yeah, I, will, I, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't really planning to. Um... No, no, guys, guys, sidebar. Sidebar over here. Come here, sidebar. No, no sidebar. Talk no, to just me. Quick, quick sidebar, quick sidebar. Guys, just follow my lead, okay? One Mississippi. <laughs> Just, okay. just trust me. Yes, ma'am. Okay, sidebar is over. Si that was only four Mississippis. Yeah, it's a quick one. Uh, yeah, you know what? Let's yeah, party. Let's do it. Why don't you Why don't you bring every cask of wine in your castle right here, right now, and let's You're just fucking rage. Girl. No. I can't bring all of the wine. That would be too much. Well, then take us to the wine. Or what no. if you just bring, like, your best wine. Mm, I know your sneaky games. You're looking for my wine so you can find the thing that you want. I can't do that, especially now because I'm not working right now and I can only do important things when I'm working. Right, and that, that thing we're looking for, you, it's <laughs> real important. Maybe? Because... Because of secrets. I can't say them because otherwise I get in trouble and I'm already in trouble. Why in trouble? All right, well, that, that's all I can put up with somebody else taking the lead on this guy. You'll be in trouble? Oh, yes. I'm in so much trouble. I'm on a mental health break. And who's they? The people that run the show. The show runners. Wait. Don't you run the people yeah. who run the show? <laughs> no. I know I'm really, really good at it, but I'm an actor. I'm just make-believe. Wait, what? Like, I am, like, like, I'm still going to be the one that does the, like, the smushing of you. But, like, I'm still, like, I don't, like, run the show. You're an actor? And we have to smush you? Well, yeah, that's part of the contract. Can I see a copy of the contract? Don't think so. I don't think you you can see my cotton. It's like a confidentiality thing, you know? Well, I don't know if we want to drink with you if you're not going to be honest with us. I'm being honest with you. But friends don't keep secrets from other friends. They tell them everything. Yeah, and but I feel friends really sad. also don't get friends in trouble by making them show you your confidentiality agreement. We can't do that. Sorry sits down with her back to Strahd. Boom. I didn't think you could get drunk. Oh, I can get very drunk. I'm also on a lot of medication right now to make my brain stop going bad. Then aren't you not supposed to be... They do say that. They say not to drink on it, but I say... Um, it's good to see you then. We're gonna take this break to, you know, pour over some information. What? And no! Yeah. Hang out with me! Uh, I've heard that you're not supposed to, like, go hang out with your boss. I'm not your boss! I mean, you are. You are, you are the boss. 
the oh, one. Oh, the but like the bot, the, the like the boss boy. Yeah, I get that. That makes more sense. What if you take us to a cool secret hideout? Everyone, everyone's just trying to get things out of Strahd. I just want to hang out with him. <laughs> I feel so bad. <laughs> the next episode is just gonna be like Strahd and Poncho hanging out. You just cut like, to Strahd and Poncho just being on like, couch. hey, we're both like billions of years old, yeah, right? Like yeah, Strahd is having a proper freak out. Your, I'm like, oh. They're swapping their favorite. <laughs> That's the after show. Swapping their favorite recipes for like nacho pie, that Dorito pie. <laughs> how long do you have to talk to us? How long are they letting you talk to us? Until you either need to do something very important or until I say dumb things that I'm not allowed to say. So I have to be very shh, shh, shh. Otherwise, they'll take me away and I won't be able to be here anymore. DM, do I have any coffee on me? Do you have that kind of tea that has like way more coffee content than coffee? And by coffee content, I mean caffeine content. I have gunpowder tea, which is usually pretty high in caffeine. Can I try to sober strut up? Uh, You can try if he accepts it or not is another another thing. If you want to hang out with us, you'll have to have tea with us. Yeah, it's hazing. We all sit crisscross applesauce and we drink tea together and it's really cute and adorable and we love it. I do remember the crisscross. Mm-hmm. Uh, make a persuasion check. Okay. That's a 12. I think Strahd is just like, but what if we do tea? You know when you put gin in tea? No. That's what a gin and tea yeah, is, gin right? Yeah, gin and tea, Strahd kind of like goes and sits down crisscross applesauce on the, on the ground with you. He still keeps drinking wine. Like, as long as you're sitting there, oh, he's I'm drinking sure. wine. <laughs> hey, um, Strahd, can I, uh, can I yes. bar- borrow that bottle for a minute? I would like to drink with you. Yeah. Okay, he hands over the bottle I'm of wine. Gonna, yeah, I'm going to take the wine and I'm going to throw it at the ground. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, what's this? <laughs> From, like, yeah, that's what I was afraid of. Pulled out I, another bottle of wine. I figured we had a cartoon character in our hands. Let's, okay. He, <laughs> like, sinks his, like, fang into, the, like, the cork and just pops it out. Nice trick. That's a good party trick. Hey, hey, hey Strada, can I see that one? Yeah, me, sure. No, wait, no, you're a minor. No, bad. No. <laughs> no drinkies for you. Bad. <laughs> He goes, no, I don't do corrupt minors with all my alcohols, no. You just try to actively kill me. No, I have not tried to kill you, not even one time. I, it's in my contract. I don't kill kids. You want to know something fun, though? You want to know something really cool and fun? Even if that's in your contract, they just try and kill the fucking kids for you and blame it on you. So that's cool. This is a cool show that I love so much. And he takes a giant swig of his wine. I'm gonna go see if Camilla needs help with the tea. Excuse me. Sorry stops being back to Strahd and kind of scooches over to Strahd and she puts her hand on his knee and taps it and goes, You okay there, buddy? No. No, I don't think so. Not really. Hey, Strahd? Yes. If you need to do one of those putting your head on somebody else's shoulder moments, you can do that if you want. Oh, it's so low down. That sounds delightful. And like, he kind of like, <laughs> he has to like bend in half to get there. <laughs> and I pet his head. It's just been quite a long time. And, um, are you guys like kind of close to, uh, coming along? Because just kind of need a distraction. And, like, fighting people to the death is just, like, is, like, the most distracting thing. Have you ever found that? I find that. I haven't killed anyone, so I wouldn't know. Oh, I don't, uh, envy the first one. Before that, you're 
okay. As soon as the first one happens, then suddenly the next one feels fine, and then the one after that feels more fine, and so on and so forth, until you literally just kill someone, because meh, you know, whatever. Poncho looks down at his hands. (laughs) (laughs) Who am I? (laughs) I I pat Strahd's head a little bit more, and I go, you know, you don't have to kill anyone. Mm, I do. Because if I don't, then they do. And when they do, it's... It's children. It's unfortunate people. If I don't keep it interesting, then they find a way. Well, then it sounds like they are the problem. Guys, be careful. I think we're treading on what might be considered something stupid territory. Hey, hey, Strahd. Yes. Why don't you tell me who those people are starting at the very top? Let's start well, with a- you a- have, Aaron. Well, I guess that the executive producer is on top of everyone, and then you have all the other producers involved. You have the director, who sometimes they change. It's been the same one for a while now. I pat Strahd's head and I go, Sweetie, I think they yes. want names. Oh, you want some names? Okay, so as soon as he's saying it, you see like a rip open in the world, a giant purple rip that you have seen sometimes before. And like in an old vaudeville act, like an olden timey crook comes through and just catches Strahd and just- No, I grab him. I'm still holding tight onto him. Okay, there's a lot of stuff going on. What does everyone want to do? Actually, um, can I attack the cane <laughs> with my axe? Oh. <laughs> I mean, sure. Chop the cane. I'm going to chop the cane. Okay. 19. Yeah, I mean, that cane gets chopped. You, you see the, the cane drop off and the hole close up instantly. And Strahd looks and goes, oh, shit. Yeah, hell. That was weird. Fang, Fang I'm still holding on to like, him. I didn't actually expect that to work. The other, is, isn't <laughs> half of the cane on the floor now? Do we have a bit of cane? Yeah, you got a bit of cane. I have a cane now. <laughs> and Strahd like, looks around and goes, oh, they're not going to like that. They're not going to like that yeah, at all. Yeah, but Poncho looks fly as hell now. <laughs> oh, he do. But yeah. both of us are going to be in so much trouble. Fang flips off the sky. Bring it on, executive producer. Yeah, fuck you, Beatrice. <laughs> so maybe we should all start getting going? Sorry, is still holding on for her dear life onto Strahd. She's worried about the next <laughs> The canes. They could come from anywhere. <laughs> Strahd's like, okay, if you guys are going, then that's fine. With like, you. Like, Stay with us. Oh, I no, I, I don't think I can come with you with you. Didn't you say that they're going to be really mad? Oh, oh, oh. oh, yeah, the more time I spend away and not doing what they want, they're going to get madder and madder and madder, you know? Well, I work for something that's destroying you, and you can work with people who want to rebuild you. Well, one, the dismemberment of everyone that I care about. Yeah, I hear that. Two, and this is going to get a little heavy. I understand you want to get me out of this, but if it's not me... It will be someone else. And don't get me wrong, I don't think that I'm a great man. For all intents and purposes, I am a very evil, bad man. But the thing about this world, and he gestures around to Barovia at large, is that it can and probably will get worse. I'm no saint, but I have a code. I have lines that I won't cross. Lines that the people above me have proven time and time again that they have no issue crossing. My replacement may be more like them than me, and I can't risk that. So you are all going to go back to 
being heroes, collecting everything you need to defeat me, and maybe, maybe this gets a good ending. Feng opens and closes her mouth and is like, I'm sorry if killing you is the only way out of this. We don't want to kill you. I don't want you to go. And he leans down to Sari and takes her off of him and looks at her and goes, Trust me, it'll be better this way. And with a last look around at everyone and a puff of purple smoke, you see as the four of straw disappears and he turns into, of course, a whole bunch of bats and flies away into the night. <laughs>